Okay, so we gotta start this out with some dead silence because um, last time I listened to one of my videos, podcasts, playbacks, there was a about the first 30 seconds was cut off. Bought a new torch lighter to fire my cigars back up a little quicker here. I still prefer to light them with a wooden match when I can, but it's actually hard to find wooden matches in stores because. <laughs> They say it encourages smoking. Like, um, well, one cigar store does give them out. Most cigar stores do if they have them. Or they give you the cardboard match thing. But one that I go to says that they're not allowed to give out matches anymore because it encourages smoking. And, like, you don't see a, a wooden matches as much... Uh, unless like you're in the camping section or something at Walmart. Um, I mean, you used to be able to get them everywhere and they were like a dollar for, you know, a four or six pack of, you know, 20 matches. But anyways, I want to play this clip for you. If it doesn't, if the audio doesn't come across well on YouTube, uh, it'll be a link in the description under Jim Cornette experience. Maybe. Misrepresenting this, he said, because I don't go into grocery store and pull out all the horrible fattening food and sugar and unhealthy things out of your cart to, that you use to compromise your immune system. So why should I have to wear a mask? Because you don't, like a, like a good immune system, it means you're invulnerable. Bullets, the virus bounces off like bullets off Superman's chest. Here's the difference, you fucking clown, since you've, you've, you know, I love it when everybody that I've ever said shit about turns out I was right about. Just idiot. Okay, he's talking about a wrestler named Austin Aries. Uh, apparently, Austin put out a tweet about uh, not wearing masks. And I think everyone should be wearing one at this point in public. But, uh, and some cities have mandated the wearing of masks and such. But uh, Jim really goes off, and he's like me. He doesn't like being close to people. For somebody who spent most of his life trying to become famous, he doesn't like people. All right, back to his rant. I'm not taking my Twinkies and fucking fried pickles and shoving them down your fucking pie hole, Aries. I'm not taking that shit out of my cart, cart and shoving it down your mouth. I'm shoving it down mine. What you're shoving down my mouth is your fucking germs when you're fucking slabbering and not wearing a mask and covering your fucking mouth up. And, and supposed 
educated people who can't fucking get this. I was wearing a mask at first because I thought, yeah, shit, I'll wear a mask. Won't get any of that on me. Well, then I found out it's not for me. It's for you. And if I'm wearing a goddamn fucking mask, actually, it's still mentally for me, too. I want as much fucking I'm not showing any skin. I want as much goddamn separation between me and everybody else as possible. But if I'm wearing a mask to show you that I'm being considerate and you're standing out there barefaced, slobbering all over everything, fuck you. You've automatically got heat with me. And now it's before all we had to tell assholes from decent people was the Trump hats. That's the only way we had to tell. Now there's a visual reminder. If you see people out in public around you or other people and are not wearing a mask, that means they're a fucking asshole. And it's just that, and and some, and it needs to be the new hate crime, and people are going to start taking fucking sticks and goddamn fucking socks full of coins and beating these non-mask-wearing fucks over the head with them. Is, is my prediction next? All right, so... At first I thought he was going to say not wearing the mask should be the hate crime. But I think he wants people to commit hate crimes on the ones who don't wear masks. So I've had a few friends that are mask wearers uh, for a while. And friends are going, uh, one friend is like just spastic, well he goes spastic about everything. But um, he... uh, is constantly on Facebook carrying on about wear the effing mask. Uh, and he, you know, is wound up about it, you know. And I think, you know, there there's this point right now where here in Ohio, uh, it doesn't look like the governor is going to shut things down again unless the spread gets really, really bad. And frankly, the more and more evidence we get, it seems like it's, yeah, easily spreadable, but not uh, not as lethal. Uh, and that's what was said about this virus at the beginning. And I know, you know, a lot of people have passed away and that's terrible. But even Dr. Fauci has been on record as saying that if the number of cases where people were infected but not sick enough to report it versus the number of uh, deaths we have, we're, we're looking at just a really bad flu season. And for some reason, when some people say this, they get doxxed, they get uh, removed from social media. Uh, there was a doctor who's a senator who uh, got a thing in the mail from the Minnesota Board of Health, and he read it on the news that if someone dies with the virus germs in them, even if it wasn't the leading cause of death, that you should mark their 
death certificate uh, that they died as a result of the virus. And now he's being investigated by uh, medical boards and being called out by his peers and being and having to defend his point. And he has, you know, he quoted and cited Dr. Fauci in the justifying his opinion and saying that he was quoting Fauci in some of his opinions. Uh, so, but the way Jim Cornette there is acting is, is the way some people are responding to this virus, uh, the outbreak. Um, the, we all knew that when the lockdowns or whatever you want to call it ended that there was going to be a spike but it seems like it went up and then it's coming down sharply um the number of hospitalizations uh, they do coincide with one the reopening of bars and restaurants but two uh rioting but and protesting if you want to call it protesting some of them were peaceful But all of the anti-lockdown protests were peaceful. And, you know, of course you had people on social media wishing death upon anyone who went out during a lockdown protest. You know, uh, very, very, very ignorant. The liberal loony left is just becoming more violent and vile by the day. Uh, but Yahoo News has an article up about uh, stimulus phase four. Uh, what's the title of the article? I can't say the first half of the, the word, but virus response. What Washington has accomplished and what's next. So a few weeks ago, Trump said that they needed uh, new stimulus checks and they need to be very generous, which implies that they could be bigger than the $1,200 or maybe it could be like $1,200. And I think the Democrats want to give people money every month until the pandemic is over. But we don't know, like, when do you say that it's over? Because doctors are alleging that this will always be with us this strain of uh, virus will always be around so anyways the article begins with uh, the June jobs report smashed numbers 4.8 million jobs created actually Secretary Steve Mnuchin Mnuchin that's what it is Mnuchin why can't he just be named Smitty or something Steven Mnuchin said the next round of virus relief, known as Phase 4, will be much more targeted. There, there are going to be a number of businesses that are particularly hard hit, and we'll be looking to give those businesses additional money. There's no question this is working. So he's saying that the, the first stimulus that they did save businesses it, it, it was working <sighs> in 
Now they've been playing Hee Haw with this since May, but uh, Mnuchin went on to say, it's too early to tell, in quotes, too early to tell how big the next stimulus package will need to be. That's the reason we're waiting, he said. The president committed to do what he needed to do, what we needed to do, pardon me, what we needed to do in the next bill to protect kids, protect jobs, and protect liability. Republicans have advocated a wait-and-see approach to continue relief after better-than-expected job reports in May and June. But the Democrat lawmakers argue the job reports show relief efforts are working, so Congress shouldn't slow down. I just want another welfare check, man. You know, I mean, crying out loud, I've worked through this whole thing. Uh, You know, the area that I uh, work in, you know, I drive people around for a living. The area I work in, the bus service shut down for a few months and they were only doing shuttles and you had to be get you had to schedule a shuttle to a <coughs> essential location like to your doctor to the store something like that you couldn't just say I need to take the shuttle down to my friend's house. If you wanted that, you had to call uh, Lyft, Uber, or a taxi. So, that's how this has been handled. And some of us, you know, a lot of the, uh, quote, essential workers, like Walmart gave all their employees a bonus for working through the lockdowns and the pandemic. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us are deserving of something in return for being out there and keeping America running. That's my opinion on it. Uh, we've got this controversial going on these uh, statues and monuments. So news, I heard this report a long, late way before Newsweek because it's a, a city not far from where I live. But... Ohio City offers to accept removed statues, including Columbus. If you didn't know, they took down, the city did, took down the statue of the guy for which the city is named after. There's even mild talk of renaming the city. Uh, I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, you know, I, I say there's only two options for renaming the city of Columbus, and that would be uh, the Buckeye Bayou or Smitty. S- Smitty City. I think that would be a good name for Columbus, Ohio. But uh, the town of Newton Falls has offered to accept statues that have been removed from other areas in the United States due to their controversial ties. Uh, 
There's a picture of a beheaded Christopher Columbus statue. On Saturday, David Lynch, the city manager of Newton Falls, Newton Falls, Ohio, outlined the offer in a written proclamation letter that was obtained and published by several news outlets. The letter designed, designated pardon me, Newton Falls as a sanctuary city. It also described intentions to provide general amnesty to monuments commemorating U.S. leaders who have been denounced for their associations with slavery and violence rooted in racism. He didn't say slavery and violence rooted in racism in his proclamation. Uh, here's what it said, actually. That Evidently, Newsweek's getting liberal. That was their opinion of what he said. The actual quote from his him is, I, David M. Lynch, as city manager for the city of Newton Falls, do hereby proclaim Newton Falls shall be known as a sanctuary city, welcoming statues rejected by other cities from across the United States, and also proclaiming George General yeah, George Washington or pro, nah, shit fire. Let me start this over. Also proclaiming a general amnesty for George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Ulysses S. Grant, Patrick Henry, Francis Scott Key, Theodore Roosevelt, and Christopher Columbus as represented by the statues removed from across the United States. Now, this might sound silly, you may say, but that's genius for the city of Newton Falls. It would instantly make them a tourist attraction and bring uh, people into their town, which, for crying out loud, why would you go to Newton Falls unless you lived there or you knew someone that lived there? I mean, really? Uh, so it's a good idea. So, all right, here's a little side article. Remember, uh, is it going to open? Any other time, this would just pop right open to my dismay. Now that I'm clicking on one of their stupid pop-up ads, it won't do it. So, 20 plus actors who made a fortune from their commercials alone. Now I gotta scroll probably through 19 others to get to the one that I want. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. But uh, you remember there was the cute girl from the AT&T store commercials? I don't see how much money she made from being in those commercials. You're gonna have to give me a minute to scroll through here. Because I always liked her. I, well, I always thought she was cute. Can't say I liked her as a person, never met her. But I think, uh, is, am I, is it me or is anyone else sick of flow from the progressive insurance commercials? Progressive insurance couldn't pay me to. Bastards. They got me to click on the wrong thing. You Progressive couldn't pay me to buy their insurance 
because of those flow commercials. I think she's like the most annoying, unattractive spokesperson you could have for a product. And a lot of the newer commercials, they aren't uh, showing her as much. They're showing other people that have been like the progressive spokesperson over the years. What was this girl? The Orbit? The Orbit Chewing Gum Girl? Let's keep going until we get to the AT&T person. This could take forever. It's gonna take forever. So yeah, flow and progressive are not my favorite things. Wow, the Orbit's gum lady looks a lot different without her little neckerchief. A lot older. Beck Bennett, a member of Saturday Night Live in 2013. Okay, here we go. Was first recognized for, I knew her, I saw her somewhere. Uh, Beck Bennett was first recognized for the AT&T It's Not Complicated commercial campaign when she interviewed children prior to gaining fame Bennett did comedy and improv acting in college aside from Saturday Night Live oh that's not the person I thought maybe Beck was short for Becky or Rebecca it's actually a dude oops There's a link in the description. You can look through and see how these 20 actors got famous and rich from doing tacky commercials. Um, but, yeah, I have this aunt. And anytime we're watching TV, which is rare because she doesn't live around me and her and her husband don't speak to me for some reason. Well, her husband's my mom's brother, so that makes it even more awkward. But every time commercials would come on, she would have to make the announcement to everyone, commercials are so stupid. Commercials are stupid today. Well, you know what? What what do you want the commercials to be? Because they have to be entertaining enough to hold your attention so you don't flip the channel you know uh, do you want do you want the mountain dew guys that was the first one she said with tupid was mountain dew which I, I i refer to mountain dew as the official drink of poor white trash but it's um you know it's like when mountain dew was doing its extreme extreme uh commercial uh, series 
where there was, you know, if you're doing something extreme, you better drink a Mountain Dew so you can be more extreme. It, but you, what the hell? They're supposed to sit there and read the ingredients off the can? You know? I mean... Alright, this just keeps doing other pop-up shit, so... Follow the link in the description on YouTube and you can find how 20 celeb commercial people are doing today. It's on brainsharper.com. That was like a, a bomb of a segment. It was intended to be funny. Sorry. So, another violent weekend in Chicago. Uh, the mayor is blaming it on the virus and guns. Well, no shit Sherlock. Or should I say, no shit uh, Mayor Lightning Foot. Her tracks her last name, Lightning Foot. So she must be some part Native American, I would guess. Was her last name like that? Um. She's also been compared to, um, who is the ghost with the most that Michael Keaton played? It's right on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. But anyway, she's blamed everyone but her shitty leadership. Remember, this is the lady that a few months ago was going to arrest you or have you given a citation if you went to church. Uh, this shows the family of some unfortunate youngsters who were killed over the weekend. Uh, it says, As Yasmin Miller drove home from a laundromat in Chicago's Englewood neighborhood last weekend, a gunman in another car peppered her red Honda sedan with bullets, grazing her head and striking her son, Sincere Gaston, in the chest. Sincere died in his car seat. He was 20 months old. How horrible is that? You're a young mother coming home from a laundromat. And for some unbeknownst reason, a gunman shoots your car up. Uh, and this is like every... Day Chicago. Now, I talked to a man from Chicago. Uh, he was a some sort of big shot attorney, and he told me, you know, he was he was in town for the new the opening of uh, Lordstown Motors, but he told me. Uh, as I was making small talk with him, that I asked him the two questions he gets asked the most, and that were, that was, uh, wow, your mayor really is taking this virus lockdown seriously. And also, what's the, 
what's the gun violence really like? Is it as bad as what we hear and see on the news? And he told me, those are the two questions I get asked the most. And he said that the gun violence, you know, Chicago's a city of 35 square miles, or maybe he said 35 miles across, but it was 35 miles in size, whatever it was. And that's a pretty, you know, that's a huge city. Uh, duh. But he said that the violence is mostly on the southeast and the south side. So this is in, you know, two specific areas for the most part. And, uh, you know, why is it so hard to clean up two areas? I mean, yeah, these are the people with guns that should be targeted by police and targeted by the government to have their guns taken away physically. Literally take, go in there with SWAT teams or uh, the National Guard or the Marines or whomever and get the guns out of the hands of criminals. These are not, I would bet 99% of these people are not people that walked into a gun store and bought a gun, went through the FBI background check, and read, had their weapon registered. They're people that are buying guns off of illegal gun dealers off the streets. Uh, and it's drug related, it's gang related, and sometimes it's just asshole related, probably. Uh, but, you know, again, this weekend, I, oh, I didn't delve deep enough into that article before I closed it, but uh, 64 were shot, and it was uh, the number killed was in the double digits. Uh, it was over 10. And so, and of course, some of those uh, other 54 people that were shot, you know, could die in a day or two of their wounds. Who knows? So, I mean, but this is like... This wasn't the deadliest weekend for Chicago. How bad is that? When I can sit here and say 64 people being shot and 10, over 10 dying wasn't the worst. Think about that for a minute as my dog drinks loudly from her bowl. That 64 people and more than 10 dying from gunshots is not the worst. They've had weekends, weekends, that's a 48 hour period where over 100 people have died, or pardon me, over 100 people have been shot. And I, I believe I've seen cases where over 20 or 30 died, uh, you know, and I've been harping on this for months now since I've had this podcast and uh, really started putting effort into my YouTube channel. That this is out of hand. Totally out of hand. Uh, I just don't get it. What does it take for Chicago to clean its shit up? 
and by shit I mean the whole everything the situation not people you know but the situation oh it's just so unreal you know and it's like we have a a war against police now where they're persecuted for doing their jobs and you know what George Floyd should not have died the way he died I'm getting a little bit off track here but uh, you know he you know maybe he would have died anyways but that officer kneeling on his neck sure as hell didn't help and that person's being prosecuted well four people are being prosecuted Ahmaud Arbery should not have been shot by three crackers playing cop and well citizens arrest didn't even come up they didn't claim citizens arrest in any of their statements Um, a DA made that term up for them and then that DA has recused himself from the case and now the Georgia Bureau of Investigations is coming down hard on those three but you know what my sympathy is waning for Ahmaud Arbery because I've seen videos now where he's you know being an asshole you know he's wearing a, like a big fur coat if you I don't know if you can YouTube find it but if YouTube will let you you can put in Steven Crowder uh, rebuts Ahmaud Arbery or just put in Steven Crowder Ahmaud Arbery and Crowder had a thing on his show not justifying the death of Ahmaud Arbery but just showing he was in he was parked in a field parked his car in an open field next to a railroad tracks and an officer was you know hey why is your car parked in the middle of a field and Ahmad is you know what why why you why you harassing me why you bother me and he walks up on the cop all chested up and the cop puts his hand up and he goes don't put your hand on me and then out of the blue Ahmad is yelling at the cop you I'm not giving you permission to search me I'm not giving you permission to search my car or nothing so they run his driver's license and find out he's been driving with a suspended license and they say sir if you get back in that car and try to drive we're going to have to arrest you because your license is suspended and the video ends there it's police body cam video of all things uh but (coughs) i guess he was allowed to walk home or walk wherever he walked to um That was a totally separate incident from the three crackers murdering him. But, you know, people are so anti-police right now because three idiots in Georgia tried to play cop and killed Ahmaud Arbery. People are angry at the police because, you know, one idiot in Minnesota kneeled on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes. And, yeah, there's more to it than that. But there have been other people, like the hands up, don't shoot. That guy never did that. He never said that. He tried to wrestle the gun off of the cop. 
Uh, that was the brown kid in, his name was Brown, in uh, St. Louis, or no, was it St. Louis? Or was it somewhere else in Missouri? Well, whatever, that sparked, you know, protest. And actually, I think those protests were mostly peaceful. They weren't the looting and violence we saw spark out around the country. Um, but, you know, yeah, there's, there needs to be some reforming and more training for police. Uh, I saw a Navy SEAL say that, you know, the police should dedicate 20% of their time to training. And I can totally agree with that. And it shouldn't be like huggy, kissy training. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, de-escalation is one thing that they should be trained in. But maybe like combat fighting. Because, you know, the dude that got shot in the Wendy's parking lot beat the two cops up. Body slammed one cop on his head. And then fired a taser at the cops. And the media totally downplays the fact that he fired the taser at the cop and the district attorney in that area said that a few weeks earlier that a taser is a deadly weapon now when someone fires at a cop it's not a deadly weapon the same district attorney says so you got this whole anti-police thing going on and so that's why Chicago doesn't want to just go gangbusters uh, like they did with the booze and the prohibition in the 30s. Well, and if we're crying out loud, in the 30s, Al Capone had city officials and cops on his payroll. I guarantee you none of these city officials or cops are on the payroll of the folks that are committing these murders in Chicago, even though Chicago is infamous for its corrupt political system. Uh, and I don't think that this mayor is corrupt. I think she's just a piss-poor leader. Um, mayor Beetlejuice, as she's been called. That's the name I couldn't think of before. Um, but... You know, 64 people shot and over 10 souls taken from Earth, including a baby, a 20-month-old, year and a half old, one year and six months old, and they want to blame the guns, not the person shooting. They don't want to send the police into the south side and the southeast side of Chicago and start knocking heads and taking guns from people that need to have their guns taken. So I don't know, man. Just do not know. Really saddens me and breaks my heart. So, well, this video and podcast has gone on long and new for me. So with that, God bless you and keep you until we meet at Jesus' feet. Thank you 
God bless. Have a good night and pray for each other.